0: The world is coming undone. Imperial flags reign across the galaxy.
1: Can you be trusted without your shackles? Let's just get this over with, shall we? We've a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know how to destroy it. If you're really doing this... I want to help. Good. Good. I've been recruiting for the rebellion for a long time. We destroyed our home! I fight the Empire now.
0: I fear nothing. All is as the Force wills it. The captain says you are a friend. I will not kill you.
1: Thanks. So much time. Every day they grow stronger. There is a 97.6% chance of failure. He means well.
0: All the way. Hello there. As Obi Wan Kenobi once said, "I'm Charlie, Charlie Ashby. You might know me on Twitter." And this is the first episode of a podcast that I'm doing, which hasn't got a title. Which isn't the best thing when you're doing a podcast, but, you know, this Rogue One trailer just came out. I thought, just talk about it. Just talk about it. So I'm with, well, basically with me now is a friend. That friend is Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Hello,
1: Charlie. How are you?
0: I'm fine. How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm doing great. I'm dressed in my Rogue One t-shirt from Star Wars Celebration. Excited for today. Excited to talk about this great trailer.
0: Why? What happened today?
1: Well, in the in the early hours of this morning, UK time, of course, um, they released something for us.
0: They did, and yeah, we were both up at about four in the morning, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, was it maybe like um, ten to four is when they they dropped it?
0: Yeah, because we didn't something something like that. They didn't give a precise time for the trailer to drop. They just said Thursday night, um, Friday for UK, but. I was not gonna to go to sleep without seeing this trailer.
1: Yeah, it was I won't lie, it was somewhat obnoxious <laughs> because it's like whoever whoever made the decision to put that on at the tail end of the broadcast they uh they have questions that need to need answering.
0: <laughs> it must have been a pretty good deal for NBC to get because they're a rival network to Disney and you get, you're getting these all these Star Wars fans to watch the entire broadcast of the Olympics. It's pretty good. Right. Right, pretty good deal, but for us it wasn't too great because I don't know about you, but I was a a zombie for pretty much the whole day.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a rough day, but
0: (laughs) all worth it just to hear the breathing of Lord Vader.
1: This is this is what we do. We we hurt ourselves for Star Wars.
0: (laughs) We break ourselves. What would it? What would we do when we break ourselves?
1: Yep, it's a whole lot of that going around.
0: So. What did you think about the trailer then?
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty stunning. Um, I think it, in my in my perfect world, perfect ideal world, this would have been the trailer they gave us at celebration.
0: I have to. Um, yeah, I have to agree with you yeah. a lot because I'm not sure if anyone else was at celebration. They probably were. I'm just assuming. But how how long was the trailer celebration? About thirty seconds.
1: I'd say I'd say a bit longer than that. Maybe maybe a minute, it, a minute and a half seemed, at best.
0: It seemed to um, go quite quick, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it really did. Um, and the, but there were a lot of there were a lot of shots that were unique to it, um, which is cool for us. <laughs> <laughs> but but this this was a really this was a really uh, well done trailer, and it would have been a a great reveal. Um, for us and the world to have gotten it at celebration,
0: I wonder whether that's just an editing. Like, did it end not have enough footage? Maybe then? I would
1: say so. I'm. I always, uh, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> this <laughs> this this one wasn't ready. You know, they had to give it. They wanted to give us something though. So, um. So yeah, I mean, we got it in the end. I suppose that's the best thing.
0: And it was a really good trailer. Like just all of it together. I mean, Lucasfilm nail trailers generally.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um I can't think of a new or of a of a disappointing Star Wars trailer in a long time, you know. <laughs> um maybe I don't know. I feel like I don't know if this or anything will top The Force Awakens. Um just out of pure anticipation for this main story is back. Um you know, from the first Force Awakens teaser where the Falcon, you know, f- shoots up into the sky, and I just remember, like, laughing and crying at the same time. I didn't get that in Rogue One. Uh, that's not to say I wasn't, like, in awe of so many shots, but I didn't get quite as much of a of an emotional reaction that I got um, from Force Awakens, but still, I think uh, I think this one is, it has so much in it that is so exciting. I wonder, and really, really gets at you.
0: I wonder if that goes back to the Celebration thing, that community experience. Because when you're watching the trailer, uh, anything brand new, Star Wars, with like a bunch of Star Wars fans, it just seems that a little bit special. You've got that, yeah. all that energy building up, and it ramps you up a bit more. So I wonder if we didn't get as excited for Rogue One because it didn't share at Celebration, or if it was just the story, Maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean the the trailer I was talking about a while ago is the one that came out you know in uh November the year before and I just I was just, first time I watched it was on my phone um but that still got me obviously the uh the Anaheim trailer was much more in of an intense emotional reaction especially uh you know being with crowds at celebrations and other events um but yeah I don't know I think it's just uh Sort of like we've broken the ground now on on TFA before we hadn't, and now it's just sort of in this like excitement mode that's less emotionally (laughs) tied. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think for me, I'm just really excited about Rogue One, because we get back to literally the first film. We get Mm -hmm. back to that sort of imperial, uh, just grand majesty, seeing all those shots of Star Destroyers hanging over this city, and it's a horrible right. like it's a horrible time not that the force awakens wasn't as bad i mean the first order look they're going to be a big deal uh, problem mm-hmm. to deal with yeah but knowing like the Emperor's still out there and w- there's still questions that we need to n- there's still questions given to us about this time period we haven't mm-hmm. learned everything yeah we still don't know how the like specific parts of the death star how that was built uh, how they found the kyber crystals which right we Seem to want we're going to find out on this film, which excites me just a little yeah, bit more. A, right now,
1: a lot of um, things being said <laughs> by people <laughs> who I'm not sure if they shouldn't be saying them.
0: But are you talking about Donnie yeah, and then the I am the Kyber I am Yeah.
1: Yeah, like oh, you make the lightsabers here. <laughs> 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 nice one, Donnie. Nice one.
0: I, I, yeah, I love the <laughs> I love the fact that they're just saying it and without care in the world. But yeah, well, not, he
1: was. He was the first leak, right? Because he posted those pictures of um, the, um, the helmet.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Donnie. Which I mean, it's a big deal. Like, Lucasfilm aren't going to be happy, but in the overall picture, it doesn't really spoil much. It's just the helmet. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. The Kyber crystal thing is something that Dave Filoni's been building up since the um, that episode that right. was from Anaheim.
1: Yeah, it it showed up there. It showed up in uh, Rebels. Um, season one,
0: so, and so yeah, they've been,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. So, they've they've been building up to it, and it's going to be interesting to see how, how deep they get into it in the film. Um, I assume the the Jeddah sequence is going to be, fo- totally focused around it in the end.
0: There's a scene in the trailer that I saw on Twitter. Someone mentioned it looks like um, um staff has a kyber crystal in it.
1: Oh, I like
0: that. So that's pretty cool. Like, he doesn't have to be a Jedi, like people are saying he's Force-sensitive, and I don't think he is. He's just... He has this sort of belief in the whole system of the Force, how it works. Because if it controls everything, if it binds everything, like Yoda says, it creates the material plane, it still affects you. You don't have to like be able to move objects with your mind for it to affect you. And I think that's pretty cool to explore.
1: Dare I say he has a... He, he might possibly have a reasonable
0: midi-chlorian count. May, you may say that. <laughs> I'm not sure people would be, like, love to hear that, certain people, but uh, who cares what they think. Right.
1: But yeah, yeah. Um, what what was it? going to I forgot what I was going to say, so let's continue.
0: <laughs> Shall we get into the um, nitty-gritty? Go yeah, into let's the go the for it. Yeah. Details of the trailer. So the first shot we see is this city, which I'm assuming is Jeddah.
1: Yeah, I was I was thinking about this as well. Um, so I I, I guess Jeddah is the planet, but it looks like this sort of everything is focused on this one um, sort of settlement on the planet. Um, I remember like the databank is talking about how it's like this frozen wasteland. So I wonder if everything is sort of clustered into this um, this little section.
0: Yeah, it seems to make sense if they're all sort of packed into one little location. But mm-hmm. the reason why I love the shot the most is that it re- you really get that sort of, um, George Lucas vision of, like, a little yeah. city, a little town. It's got, it's got that Moss Espa, uh, mixture of prequel, mixture of Mos Eisley feel to it.
1: Yeah, 100%. I, I feel like, um, this is almost less, uh, like, the nostalgia JJ was going for and more, almost like Clone Wars nostalgia, you know? Um... It's this really weird like epic landscape that I would almost expect from a from a video game, you know. <laughs> yeah. like. It's 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 just it's really cool, yeah. I like it a lot.
0: And then we go into the shot with um Guerrero, who we haven't seen since the Onderon arc in the Clone Wars. Right, right. Looking pretty good.
1: Yeah, I wonder, um I wonder if he do you think they just like scrapped all the the footage of him with like no hair, no you know, from the um, first trailer.
0: Apparently, he has. Um, he said in the EW article, he has, he does have the shaved. It's head. both. Okay, like I think it's to show maybe time differentials, so maybe,
1: right? Because they're flashbacks, right?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that from my point of view, Jin worked for Saw at some point mm-hmm. for his sort of um, more aggressive rebellion sect, as opposed to the right. main like Rebel Alliance group.
1: Right, okay.
0: Maybe, um. Maybe he was like, she was like a daughter to him, and, um, they work together, and that's why he says, What will they do when they find you? And she gets arrested by the main rebellious group. Right. And, um, that's where we start the story, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then we go back to Jeddah.
1: Yeah, the looming Star Destroyer overhead.
0: Beautiful Star Destroyer, just showing the great Imperial Might, because we love that.
1: It's just really cool seeing them in the atmosphere, right? Yeah. Um, again, almost like a video game type of scenario. You know?
0: It it does a lot to show that it just just being there, not doing anything, shows how much power they have of this little group of people.
1: Right. And I just love seeing stuff like that. And it then, basically takes over the whole
0: settlement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we go into the rebel base on Yavin we got the grumpy rebel trooper. Yeah. I'm not sure.
1: What's, what do you think his name is? Like, General Asshole or yeah, General G- Thickhead?
0: Or General Asshole. That's, that's his actual first uh, name as well. General Asshole.
1: Yeah. Turns into, like, a Spaceballs routine. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope uh... <laughs> But, yeah. Nice jacket.
0: Then we've got Cassian Andor, who is who has the best smile in the galaxy.
1: <laughs> so smooth. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I really love how they've recaptured Yavin perfectly.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing set design. Um it all, it almost looks like they just dug it up and cleaned it maybe not cleaned it off, but uh <laughs> but yeah, um it looks yeah, it looks amazing.
0: Yeah, it just looks exactly like the, it's just I was trying to show my brothers earlier and it just it feels so weird just seeing them like together because obviously you got the film from 77 and Digital cameras for Rogue One, but apart from that, it just blends in really well. Right. And then we have the same shot of the Star Destroyer. Was it the same shot, or?
1: It gets to the same shot. Yeah.
0: The looming Death Star.
1: I want to say, like, this first shot of it coming out of the shadow, <laughs> like, the one thing <laughs> I thought of was Jaws, and I don't even know why. It was just like this sort of sense of dread and this, this massive thing coming out of...
0: Oh, yeah, just coming out, out of the shadow. Out of the dark, out of the, bl- yeah, the unknown. like
1: like a... Predator. Amazing.
0: Death Star shots look really gorgeous. Like, I can't believe how much effort I them have put into it. Right. Uh, you saw John Knoll's, um footage at Celebration of how he recreated the whole inside yeah, of the Death Star. We, um,
1: we went to that panel and... It's just funny because he started with that, right? <laughs> We're like, "Oh my god!"
0: That's <laughs> what I do in my free time. I just um, yeah. recreate the, you know, the Death Star.
1: I was bored, so I made this <laughs> amazing virtual set of the Death Star hanger.
0: I think he's being really modest. I think that's like two percent of the actual project, right? Like he's recreated the whole Death Star.
1: <laughs> yeah. he could. He could do anything. He's he's a wizard.
0: He is a wizard. All right, now we go. Um, back into talking to, um, to Jin. And the U-Wing. Man, what do you think about the u
1: I have a feeling it's going to be one of my new favorite Star Wars vehicles.
0: Really? Yeah. Um,
1: when I first saw it in the, the like, um, visual guide leak type book, um, I thought it was a little goofy looking, but then when I like started, started to learn more about its role and, um, Sort of the way its its wings fold back, I thought that was, I thought it was just really cool and a nice addition because um, for a long time I've always wanted to see a like Rebel troop transport. <laughs> yeah, because I remember like I think there was a comic series, or oh no, it was, it was Battlefront. Wasn't it where they just gave him the like reskinned Republic gunships?
0: I don't think they even reskinned it. He just got the Republic gunships. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. So I was like, okay, I guess maybe that makes a little sense. They found the old ones. But I, I like that now the rebels have a dedicated support gunship troop transport. And um just from like my own military history interests, I really like I've always uh really been a fan of those sort of support role vehicles. So I, I think it's I think it's a really fun addition. I'm glad uh glad someone brought it in. And I'm, and they get space monkey on the door gun. Oh
0: <laughs> we will Can't love Space beat that. Monkey. Yeah, it it has that look. It's the pure sort of um, macquarie uh design. Mm-hmm. It certainly feels like a rebel ship. It's got, I mean, because you, obviously you've got the X-Wing sort of thrusters and the y yeah. sort of cockpit, but the more I think about it the more, and look at it, I wonder if the Ewing is just a purely specific ship, just one-person ship. I'm talking about Cassian Andor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it just his, or do you reckon they have a whole fleet um.
1: of them? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I would assume they have a few, because if we're gonna go back to that concept art they showed, um, there were at least two. <laughs> yeah. So um, it makes sense if there's gonna be like this this massive assault on Scarif in the, the later movie or the end of, tail end of the movie, um, that there's at least a few to to send them in. But it there is there is a degree where it sort of feels like a personal ship, um, especially because it looks like the cockpit only takes two, um, and this is sort of like the ship they take to to Jeddah. I assume this is them leaving Yavin and going j- to Jeddah. Uh, this shot in the trailer.
0: Um, that certainly seems like the most. You know. but yeah, I think that's I think that's basically right. They yeah, Jeddah, try and pick up a few people, and then. That's where the film sort of kicks right. off, but... Now but yeah, going... it feels...
1: I was just going to say, it feels like uh, if they're going to do, like, a gunship role, that there wouldn't be only one of them. Yeah,
0: that makes more sense. I just thought, because of the way um, he has K2 and sort of picks up these different bits and pieces, maybe he had his own sort of recruitment ship. Mm-hmm. But yours makes much more sense, I guess.
1: Do you feel like if it was singular, they would give it an actual, like, title? Um, you know, like a... Millennium Falcon type name if it was just a one-off.
0: Yeah, probably. You're probably right, but I was just thinking in case the Rebellion like gave it to him mm-hmm. as their recruitment officer. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, he probably would have named it. We don't even know if he is going to name it in the film. Yeah, yeah. I no. Mean, it's very doubtful because it was in the visual guide. But... <laughs> right. Well, now we're going to the sort of um, blue planet. I don't even know if it's still Jeddah because it's a frozen sort of wasteland.
1: Yeah, it could be another part just at night.
0: But it looks beautiful. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, go ahead. I know what you said earlier. The whole sort of trailer is just gorgeously shot. Right. And you really sort of have that intimate touch with the characters, the way you look at them. and The scope of it is just amazing.
1: Yeah, because you get these incredible landscape establishing shots, you know. But then... Um, then when it when it really zooms in on the characters as well, it's it's just a really great blend of of story and universe.
0: And then we meet Baze,
1: right? Who um, mowing, mowing some troops
0: down. He's leaking blaster shots out of his gun, which is a big gun, it's apparently. Big gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, he talks about how um, he, we're taking it to the Empire. Then there's the guy with no head.
1: Yeah. Poor guy.
0: <laughs> and then probably the best part of the trailer. I mean, come on. You have a blind man go. walking out and just taking it to the Empire.
1: So what do you think about that crashed X-Wing in the background?
0: Crashed X-Wing? Oh yeah, I never really noticed that. Um,
1: you I think don't. that's been there a while, maybe?
0: You think that um, they've tried to go to Jedi before the rebellion?
1: Yeah, or maybe like a like a past battle or something. And...
0: I guess yeah. Uh, one of the thing the theories I was discussing earlier was that um, how often will we see Jedha throughout the film? Mm-hmm. Because if saw Guerrero is on Jedi at the beginning of the film. Is it somewhere we th- uh, first meet Jin, and then we go back there later on?
1: Yeah, it could be because it's a, it's a prolonged. Insurgency, right, basically? Exactly, yeah. That's all it's been doing.
0: That certainly makes the most sense to me. And what happens later on in the trailer, well, I have a theory about what's going on with the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And it certainly makes sense if they go back to Jilla. Right. Speaking of which, we meet um, K2, who okay. is my new favourite droid.
1: <laughs> a jolly fella. He's, he's such a.
0: I'm so glad they gave him an English accent. It goes so well with that. Sort it's, it's not pessimistic. It's just sort of. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. Just.
1: Well, it's also just a great, like, way to make him even more of a foil to Three po yeah. um, He's got the same sort of tone and mannerisms, but <laughs> flip them to <laughs> demented. <laughs> Uh, pessimistic
0: I know and the President um, was saying as well about the fact that he has a British accent mm-hmm. goes along with the part that he's part of the Empire yeah as though they just programmed the droids to also have British accents right yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at that yeah like it's a to good think. touch it's a good touch it's a brilliant touch okay this shot of the Death Star upside down
1: yeah this this got the people talking for sure
0: and what do you think about what do you think is going on in this shot
1: um, that's a great question. I don't know if... I don't know if really anything's going on. It could just be, like, a, a cool camera angle, or just maybe, um... I Yeah, I just, I just don't know what the... Like, it almost looks like it's just being shot from below, and the Death Star's not actually upside down. But, also, because also I can't really think of why the Death Star would be upside down... <laughs> I mean, I guess there's no... chronic <laughs> mess-up
0: something. <laughs> I guess there's no, like, right side up in space, if you're just spinning around a bit. Yeah. It does, every time you see it, though, like, you do think that of that just little theme from A New Hope every time you see the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> da da da-da-da! Right. <laughs> I wonder if that's how we're going to just see that shot in the film. Yeah, like an introductory shot. Maybe a TIE fighter goes past.
1: Right. Um, but yeah, no. It's it, it sort of reminds me of that uh, you know, that robot chicken bit where Gary the stormtrooper has to drive the Death Star and he <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> he maybe something it. like that happened. <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh no, it's upset, Oh no.
0: <laughs> what you think, Krennic is um, like he's the worst. Like how did he get his <laughs> job? He's just constantly <laughs> driving the Death Star around.
1: That's why he's so afraid of Vader. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just left the Death Star plans on the side. Yeah. Okay, now here's the shot I'm really interested in. It's the um, the stern look from Mendo. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, yeah. he's the character I'm r i am think I'm most excited about in the film.
1: Yeah, and with good reason. He um he's it's like he's a blank slate, but we know what colour the slate is, you know, so there's enough to, to guess, but, you also don't, um, he can, he can really go in any direction, honestly.
0: Now, what Anthony Bresnickan wrote earlier, really goes along with the theory that I sort of, just, mm-hmm. when I say theory, I just mean, I watched the trailer, and then, a few of the shots seemed to connect in a way. Mm-hmm. And, I just love the idea of this character. and, the fact that he's filling the space, Tarkin, clearly isn't in at this point, which is something that shocked me at first because you just always assumed that Tarkin was the like head honcho, right?
1: Especially so close to A New
0: Hope, exactly. But based on what Lucasfilm have been saying, Krennic is definitely in charge of the Death Star at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And there's something it mentioned about his um, how he's obsessed. Like he's not just like he really wants it to happen. He's he's obsessed with completing the Death Star. Mm Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's been 20 years, the Emperor's probably getting impatient, and this this shot of him looking like a mixture of, like, sort of anger and nervousness. Mm Mm-hmm. And a few shots later on, I think we just, we can skip, like, mention it, can't we? Yeah, go ahead. Like, the shots of destruction of what seems to be Jeddah. Uh-huh. I... And what uh, Bay says really makes me feel like <laughs> they might blow it up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it that that shot at the you know near the end of the trailer, it really doesn't suggest anything else, right? Um, that's it's the Ewing escaping from <laughs> what <laughs> looks like a insane <laughs> natural disaster <laughs> um, of of epic proportion. So. So yeah, I mean that's it's totally interesting. I wonder if it's almost like a yeah. case of you know how they wiped out the Geonosians to keep things quiet. I wonder if they're gonna wipe out Jeddah to to eliminate all um, all signs of whatever activity they've been doing.
0: That's definitely the case. I mean, the idea that I sort of came up with was that um, if Krennic is so obsessed with completing this station, and mm-hmm. the whole sort of story seems to suggest that. Um, there's something wrong with the Death Star super laser. Maybe it's not, maybe the Kyber crystals aren't quite working out, they need a specific type of Kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed maybe, maybe Krennic's rushing it. Yeah. He knows he shouldn't activate the Death Star super laser. But he right. tries, maybe like a little test on this, um, on this planet after they've got the, uh, they take the crystals, that's what they need. Right, fire at the planet. It's not exactly blowing up. Maybe they're just causing natural disasters, similar to TFA a little bit. But
1: maybe they like just target that main settlement, um, and it just blows a nice chunk in, into the planet. <laughs> I feel like I feel like maybe not story wise, but for the mi- in the minds of a lot of fans, it would probably be difficult to sell a point of them blowing up. The planet whole, um, it, because you know Alderaan is,
0: oh, of course, you know, yeah,
1: technically supposed to be you know the first real um, sort of destruction, destructive, you know, example of its power. So, well, they have to test eh? But well, that's the thing people people don't know if if Alderaan's the test or not.
0: In a way, you have determined the choice of the planet that'll be destroyed first. Since you are reluctant. ...to provide us with the location of the Rebel base. I have chosen to test this station's destructive power... ...on your home planet of Alderaan. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean, but... ...he did say it was fully operational, so they had to know... Yeah. ...if the test yeah. was working or not. So... ...and I think if Krennic... That'll be interesting. ...if Krennic, uh... ...well, if he fucks up... ...that makes more sense for Vader to be brought in... Having to, do, ...he's like, oh great, I have to deal with this problem myself. Right. That's just all right, who's got it? Okay, Leia's got it. We'll just go after her. That's the mm-hmm. ending. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think um what what is his his division is like advanced weapon research or something?
0: Yeah, it seems to be like uh yeah, head of the advanced weapon facilities which right. I'm guessing is the main base on Scarif. is that right? Mm-hmm. And that's what they seem to be attacking in the last uh few parts of the trailer. Right. And that famous beach scene, which looks gorgeous. It looks exactly like a, the war film we wanted.
1: Yeah. Actually, I just want to give a really short shout-out to a scene we had already passed. Okay. Of the uh, the Death Star doing the solar eclipse. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's, See, it, it, it's it's the things you didn't know you wanted. It's simplistic that, as well. Yeah, that really really makes the difference, you know. It's, like, just
0: never would have thought of that. It's so simplistic, but so beautiful. It's exactly mm-hmm. like the Luke looking at the suns, right? If you were to just say it out loud, it's just him looking at two suns. But there's something about that scene; it's just so gorgeous, and it's the same with this shot.
1: It makes you wonder why music's going to be accompanying it
0: when uh, <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> it reminds me of the um, of the scene where Han dies as well. Mm-hmm. That sort of dark, uh, blanketing out the light.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's foreboding to a astounding degree.
0: A T A C T, taking a shot to the face, taking a shot to the face for a giant missile. Do you think we'll see them on Battlefront?
1: Uh certainly. That Rogue One. Um, what's it called? DLC. Uh, DLC. I mean. What the heck are they doing if they don't put those in?
0: <laughs> but they're supposed to be bigger than the normal at right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, certainly taller, right? I wonder how they, um, like, mod that out. They just, like, stretch the legs a little bit. Or... Yeah, maybe. It'd still be annoying to blow out. <laughs> yeah. There we have Saw again. With his gorgeous hair. Nice
1: Forest Whitaker smile.
0: I hope he has, like, a really cool, um, hat, like <laughs> a cool <medical laughs> helmet that yeah. uh, doesn't buff out his, like, cool afro. Is
1: that, like, yeah. a breathing
0: apparatus as well?
1: Um, let's see. Yeah, it looks like a a mask from, um, you know, like, almost in the style of the Millennium Falcon
0: Yeah,
1: oxygen mask. Yeah. Because
0: there's, I mean, he mentions in the EW article as well that Saw has got similarities to Vader. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they both need these different types of suits to help sustain themselves.
1: Yeah, and Star Wars, Star Wars um, .com in his entry makes a point of his A. Link health.
0: So maybe he dies during the film.
1: Yeah, it could it could happen. Could happen during this destructive scene we see next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now this this hyperdrive shot. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, just because you're. It's just different. It's the same with the T. It's just the I can't even talk. It's the same with TFA. Yeah. Like it's just, it's what we know, but slightly different, and that's what makes right. it perfect in the way.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: We're the we're literally in the back seat of um of their ship.
1: Yeah.
0: Of Death Star gunner.
1: Yeah, getting a, be, a tie fighter to the face
0: could be um could be the director of episode eight. Right, right. Ryan Johnson, game blown up.
1: So let's let's take let's look at this a little little closer. So outside the window is like that, um, same mortise looking <laughs> uh, <laughs> canyon that we've seen a couple times already. Oh yeah. So is this like? Yeah, it's just it's it's so um. There's so many different ways. Like, could it be like a piece of the Death Star that? Is going to be like you know transported up and implanted in into it, or like a mobile command center type thing, or is it just a facility? i Because no. they're they're Death Star gunners, or unless they have a more wide open role in the Empire.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know where this is. Like we said earlier, I don't know if this is Jeddah, whether it's. i not. I don't know. Yeah. Some outposts. This is what I love about the trailers, by the way. Just not knowing. Yeah. And just working out. You see a little TIE Fighter pilot. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) He knows. knows He's like, this is it. It's the uh, classic A Wing too late moment. Yeah. About to crash. Then we have the awesome Jin. She's, She's clearly limping.
1: Yeah. Facing down a TIE Fighter.
0: Which makes me feel like. Could this be her last scene?
1: You know, people um, have been talking a lot about... Or, I won't say people have been talking a lot. We, we're in that Facebook group, <laughs> and there was a post about it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, people. some people think that this is a friendly TIE fighter. And I'm tempted to say no.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: especially because I I think there's a scene... I watched the sizzle reel, not, not too much... Um, not too long ago, um, before recording. And there's a scene where she, there's like an explosion on a catwalk that looks exactly like this kind of location. So I have a feeling she's, they're like, they're trying to shoot her down while she's up here. Um, and whether or not it's her last scene, it's a pretty epic way to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a- uh, but I mean, I also, I don't want them to die. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to so like stay hopeful.
0: And that's just something about the trailers, I think, and like because people we complain about there not being too many releases from Lucasfilm about this foot, like mm-hmm. for Rogue One, but we're falling in love with the characters already.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I already already know I'm a huge Cassian Andor fan. Like, I don't even know when that happened. It was just it's just images. I think Diego Luna at celebration certainly helped it when he's like hey everyone <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm here I came for celebration it's <laughs> like like yeah like he's just such an adorable man and he was like he was excited he understood the the energy you get at celebration and he was excited for that and I think that that just made it even better I'm I'm really excited for his character
0: amazing oh, but with this shot with Jin the way that To me, it looks like maybe uh, this is the part where she sends off the plans. Like There's a receiver, she's sending out the code. So maybe the the TIE fight part is thinking, "Ah, I've got you now. Yeah. You are doomed. Why are you walking towards me? And then she sends the codes and she doesn't care. Yeah. She dies, she doesn't care because...
1: She got him off. She got him off.
0: The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. Where are those transmissions you intercepted? What have you done with those plans? Yeah, because
1: I was was also looking at it. It was like, what could possibly be this high with, like, panels and stuff? I was like, yeah, I think, you know, like a communications relay point um, makes a lot of sense. Which is also funny because she... Use the Empire's telephone to send it. <laughs> it's like they did, they didn't just steal the plans and then transfer them later. <laughs> like, oh, we got them. Let's use their phone too. So, I think that's kind of funny.
0: And then we have the um, the group shot. Not many female rebels.
1: Yeah, which I noticed that as well.
0: I mean, there seem to be more leadership roles for the for women. In the rebellion, you got Mon Mothma, Leia.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wonder how many will um, will just get randomly as you know soldier extras.
0: I hope there's more than what they're showing right now.
1: Yeah, because I know also, or was it just for the Death Troopers? They actually got, or they got like actual Special Forces or retired Special Forces or something, um, people to play these like elite troopers, and I wonder if. I wonder if they did the same for Rebels. I remember Gareth definitely talked about using um, soldiers from the Maldives, right? Except yeah. <laughs> as the Stormtroopers. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's a reason why there don't seem to be too many um, like women in combat yeah. extra roles, because they might have just pulled soldiers.
0: Could be a good idea, but it's a shame otherwise, because, I mean, TFA did a good job at it's all. Having a mixture of both. Yeah, the means. resistance is loaded. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully, it's you know just these snapshots we're getting aren't a total representation of it. Because <laughs> yeah, there's no reason not to anymore.
0: And then we have um the final shot, of the trailer, an obscure character. Um, he seems to. I don't know if you can see it quite clearly, Nikki, but he's wearing black sort of armor and a cape are there
1: any theories on who this guy is I don't know is, is it Snoke
0: it, oh, I think I think you're being really silly right now like making up a Snoke theory but whoever this guy is I tell you what I want to see more of him yeah more of his backstory maybe if we have like a a trilogy of films do you reckon you could do a trilogy you could probably do six actually
1: six films I mean, it depends how much, it depends how far you want to go. Like,
0: maybe he has like family issues.
1: Yeah, you know, if you want to show his parents or his, you know, his mom, his children, his love interests, perhaps
0: his mentors. You know, how old would you reckon his love interests will be?
1: You know, based on based on the way he's wearing that helmet, I'd say a good a good five year difference at least.
0: That makes sense. The the gleam really gives you yeah. the information.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> oh she's she's definitely older. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, we're talking about uh, Darth Vader. We're being stupid. But it's Darth Vader. Yeah. For sure. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean you get there's a few camps. There's the Oh thank god it's Darth Vader. There's the uh that it. And then there's the it's all just angry <laughs> the angry fans <laughs> that we don't get right I don't, I don't know what to expect Lucas from the show though
1: yeah I mean I don't want to be I don't want to be jumping on any bandwagons but and I don't know how much this was in their thinking but I felt I felt like there was a little bit of a disconnect with the way Suicide Squad was marketed with the Joker and then the way he was actually used in the movie. And I think Lucasfilm is trying to really not fall into any sort of trap like that. They're, it's almost like they're underplaying, you know, Vader as much as they can. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, he's, he comes in at the end. He's got, like, one good sequence, maybe. But his presence is there, but you won't actually, like, see too much of him, so why why promote the crap out of him as well?
0: Oh, definitely. I. I just agree with that so much, because if you look at both the Joker and Darth Vader, they've both been honest about it in both mm-hmm. sort of cases. I know with Suicide Squad that they mentioned he's not in the film that much. Like, when they started filming, they said he's not in the film that much. He's just of a mm-hmm. presence that weaves in and out, which in the film is what happens. It's just that they showed most of the clips in the sort of marketing, right? which is so bizarre. And then with Rogue One, Kathleen and uh, Gareth have both said that Vader his presence felt throughout the whole film, which is more important than to me than just seeing Vader. Because if you're just gonna see yeah. Vader, what's the point?
1: Yeah. Need... We this we need this is this is for the new characters.
0: Exactly. And he can make a scarier presence if you don't see him as often. Like no one mm-hmm. went to see Jaws and said we need to see the shark more. Yeah. That wasn't the complaint that happened, right, and with Vader you just he's he's gonna be in it, you know he's in it he's gonna have a, he's gonna do something he's gonna kill people we're gonna be like completely happy, but at the same time, it's just small pieces and chunks of hearing his name or just like a transmission or something like that that's more scary to me yeah
1: i mean i'm I'm trying to think of what some of my favorite Darth Vader moments are, and I think. It, the ones that just always um, always get me smiling are when, you know, that that first bit of uh, where they bring the Empire into Empire Strikes Back. First Imperial March, you, you know, and uh, and he's just standing there, looking out the window, and all the, like, minions are below him, and, and then, you know, when he walks past them, they all kind of look up in, like, fear. <laughs> Some don't even look up, you know, and it's like, that's to me, that's the Vader that is, you know, the most necessary for this film. The sort of the, the scary overlord.
0: Yeah, you're you're so right, and it's that thing as well about uh, the idea of there being a, um, like an injured Vader. Mm. And the first thing people said was, "Wait, Hayden Christensen. Really? Yeah. We need to know his face. We need to see everything." I'm like, uh. "That's that's no, we don't." Yeah. Like, then you're just humanizing Vader?
1: Yeah, he can't be that in this movie.
0: And one of the best scenes in Star Wars is in Empire Strikes Back, where we just see like a tiny bit of Vader's head. Right. It didn't right. need to be in there. But it tells yeah. you so much about that character, just with like a little, simple shot. You didn't go, Oh, whoops, you saw me with my head off. Like, you just... It's just it's just there. It's just extra information.
1: Yeah, and, then, and they don't they don't linger on it. They just like, well, there's that. We're gonna punch you in the face with this, and then <laughs> you can you can chew on that. She looks horrified. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then it's it's not mentioned. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like they. Is that is that when Piet walks in?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Poor Piet. He looks so ill.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, and uh yeah, it's just that look of almost like they. They kind of know, but they don't really. And they're all curious, and he's, like, trying to peek in. <laughs> but also, but, it, yeah, it's weird. It's it's such a cool relationship that the uh, Imperial officers have with him, with Darth Vader. And I ho- hope Krennic gets some good scenes with him.
0: He has to. Yeah. Oh, Vader's going to kill him.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I
0: love Ben Mendelssohn, but he's, he's, he's a goner, for sure. It's
1: going to be like the way Bane killed...
0: His character. Oh, and... Good Jesus, don't say that. <laughs> that was like the... He was so underused in that film, it made me so frustrated. All right. He was just what, like a construction owner?
1: I thought he was a senator. I don't know. This, this goes to show how underused he was, because we don't even know what he was. Yeah. <laughs> or, <I'm... laughs> or, his, uh, or his name or something. I You're think... probably right. I don't know. I think um... he was a
0: construction worker, because that's swear... where... Spain got all that stuff. See, we're Oh, now. the
1: cement and stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> fair. Fair.
0: That's how they built the Death Star. Right. Well, that's uh, pure cement. Okay. Overall <laughs> thoughts on the trailer?
1: Yeah, just... Um, it's amazing. I, I didn't need to be more hyped for this film, but it happened. Um, I'm... Ready? Do you think there's going to be another one, a main trailer? Yeah, because they're not calling this one a teaser anymore. Um. So I wonder. I I assume they're going to have another, like a a more long form one by October or so. But, but I don't see teaser anywhere on this. Um. On attached to this one, while the two Force Awakens first two trailers for Force Awakens were openly called teasers.
0: Yeah, it's weird because I'm just referring to this trailer as Trailer 2 because the first mm-hmm. one didn't really seem like a teaser trailer. Just It just seemed like a, the first trailer, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I I'm, mean, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming there'll be a final trailer, maybe see October, November-ish?
1: Right.
0: Just, uh, and that'll be mainly to just give, like, a final blow to help, as in, like, now the time period let everyone know that this is actually before A New Hope and not post The Force Awakens right and I don't blame people for not understanding considering the timeline of when these films are released yeah I mean in the weirdest order
1: I uh I had this guy like on comment on one of my Facebook posts and I don't know if he was being like (laughs) of not like you know just joking around but he was like, another Death Star <laughs> And I was like, mm, this is the this is the OG Death Star.
0: It's, it's, and, it's the Big
1: Daddy. Uh, yeah, and I was like, uh I don't I don't know if he's being serious or not, but if he's not being serious, I think it's sort of like mocking an idea that people actually are wondering that.
0: You know? Oh, people are definitely wondering it. I mean my brothers they love Star Wars, but they even he was still asking where's Ray.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And you can't blame them. They just released it last year, and they just right. need to. I, I don't know what they they can do for that. Maybe just more Vader, but they have to sort of. Um, I mean, you, you could use clips from A New Hope. It seems like um, you could use use better
1: taglines, you know, during the during the trailers. Oh yeah, or not not better, but different. Um, you know, just be like thirty years, or not, not thirty years. Uh, like you know, whatever. Just place it in the timeline with words if you have to in the in an actual trailer
0: I feel like if Lucas was behind the film he would include clips from the previous ones in the trailer mm-hmm. do you remember that first Revenge of the Sith trailer yeah with Obi-Wan right for over a thousand generations the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old republic before the dark times before the Empire a young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was a pupil of mine until he turned to evil, helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the Jedi Knights. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. And then you get straight into revenge. That was that was incredible, right? That gave you goosebumps. And then no, you,
1: yeah, it goes it goes back to I can't remember a bad Star Wars trailer, you know?
0: exactly. And it just um, it just lets you know, like it links back, it lets you know when this is taking place. It's like, oh, that's when he becomes Vader.
1: Yeah. I mean, even that very first um, uh, teaser from Anaheim had that Obi-Wan clip of uh, Before the Dark Times, Before the Empire.
0: Which I think has been used in nearly every trailer. <laughs> right. Made by Lucasfilm.
1: Yeah. But, again, it uh, helps establish. It works. I mean, it. it's not... Obviously, it's it's like there are times when it's baffling to us because we're just like, how can how can you not recognize that this is the Death Star? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like there's only one that's ever looked like it, like like this, you know. But but yeah, I mean, I'm sure somebody is thinking hard about getting a uh, getting that point across to to those who don't know it yet.
0: This is the one built by the Boffins, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but yeah,
1: uh, I, I, I I was wondering. Um, unless you want to give your overall thoughts, I, have a, I had a question for you.
0: Oh no, tell me. I, um, you know I love the trailer. Right I, there,
1: you go. Do you do you feel like there's anything missing from this trailer? Anything Ooh. you would have wanted to see?
0: Good question. Missing, um, like for me, the Vader the amount of time was, like I just said, was perfect. Mm-hmm. So everyone's saying that we need more shots, we need to see his face. <laughs> Make sure he, he looks the same. Yeah. yeah. That was fine. Nothing wrong with that for me personally. Um, I was expecting a bell appearance. Yeah. A little cheeky bale nice. Garner.
1: Right.
0: But, um, I think, yeah, just that. I mean, it was, it was honestly, I went in without any main expectations? I mean, apart from Vader, but then that was a given. Right. So maybe, for me, yeah.
1: like for me, I don't know. Um, I'm still hung up on the shot with the Imperial guards from the first one, and I feel like I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't have expected it in this trailer, but if it happened and there. There was like a little bit of Palpatine in it. <laughs> I would have, I would have seriously freaked.
0: A little bit of um, Sheev. Yeah, because
1: uh, I mean, I don't know. Even if it's just like voiceover, even if it meant that Ian McDermott had come back, like, oh man, that would have been that would have been something. Hopefully, hopefully, if that is the case, they would, uh, that would be a, a great wow moment for that third trailer.
0: If Palpatine, if Palpatine does appear in the um, film, do you think that? pushes Rogue One too close to the main stories when they're saying that it's supposed to be a standalone film.
1: Oh, like you're, you're bringing too much familiar in? Yeah. Um, possibly. It would depend, it depend on how, how big he is in, in the, like, overall scheme of it. If it's just, like, a transmission, then I think that's fine. But, but again, yeah, it goes, it goes back to that, um, that scene in the first trailer, and it's impossible to put that in context of what we know. Like, I genuinely can't think of what, like, what, what could that possibly be? Um, if, if you're trying to think, cause yeah, you know, you want, you want the story to be well contained. You want it to be, um, about, you know, focusing on these, these new characters and then, and not have little weird offshoots of, Imperial guards and what sort of looks like the emperor, but not making movements like the emperor. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It just it makes you wonder because I I'm having a hard time placing that. And my worst, my like most cynical worst fear is that that's something that got axed through reshoots. Um, because I'm I I can't think of how it's relevant, honestly.
0: Well, there's this whole sort of subplot. I mean, Papadine's definitely behind something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I I love that shot, too. Because it just... It, like you just said, it makes you go, what? Yeah. I I literally don't know what that could be. And that's great, because... Because <laughs> then you don't have to work it out yourself. you just got to go in, watch it, and then you can talk about it. Right. I don't think they would have cut it out. If mm-hmm. they're just focusing on a little, sort of little bit of details. If it's a major... I mean, you've got the Imperial Guard, so it must be pretty big, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it has to be of vital importance to, to Palpatine himself, right?
0: Exactly. So, time will tell.
1: Yeah, for sure. Give a favourite shot.
0: Favourite shot of the trailer. Yeah. I feel like if I say Vader, it underwhelms the rest of the trailer. Because <laughs> I... no, it's I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I can pick my favorite shot. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to think. Uh, it's between Vader of the Death Star upside down. Yeah. And that's maybe because I'm just evil inside and I love the Empire. Right. I have to go with between those two. I mean, what about you?
1: Um. So I think definitely my favorite, I've got a, got a couple. I can definitely say my favorite is the X-Wings flying through the canyon and opening up the S-Foils. I don't know. That just gets me every time. Like, there's something, something about X-Wings. I don't know why people complain, <laughs> but like, I remember the first, you remember the, the Anaheim Force Awakens trailer. Oh yeah. The first, the, like, I remember actually gasping when those X-Wings like shoot over the water. And it was like, oh my God. So. So seeing them here again, and also like the classic X wings from behind opening up and firing on what looks like Krennic's shuttle, um, it just yeah, like that, that really got to me. And I, I love that one. I love the Bays shooting the rocket at the the A T A C T the at act I, at act. Um, I just love, I love that almost like third person shooter perspective. That they give, and um, and then the scene of the U wing, flying from flying away from destruction.
0: Oh, that is a gorgeous sequence. Yeah, it it's just insane.
1: The ILM, I don't know what I don't know what drugs they're taking, what <laughs> performance enhancing substances, but they are doing the most incredible work I've seen in the, in the, in these movies.
0: Yeah, whatever money they're they're getting, double it, because yeah. it's, it's it's incredible, right? It just looks stunning. And the one thing I was re- sort of really worried about was the CGI and how sort of it's implemented to um to sort of mix the models. But the way mm. they're using this new technology to scan old model parts and just put them together like they would do to make the models, you can't even tell? I mean, you can a little bit. Mm-hmm. But not a lot. They look exactly like the actual models. It's uncanny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can you remember the Anaheim... Oh, not the... Uh, not Anaheim. This most recent celebration trailer they showed us? Because every time I try to recall pieces of it, it's like it just went by so quickly that I like genuinely struggle to remember things.
0: It was um, Yeah, it was mostly just scenes of little... Jin,
1: right, and the shuttle like flying over. Yeah, um, but yeah, I feel like there were there were also some some uh, CGI shots in that trailer that really made me sort of sit up and be like, "Whoa, this this looks different!" But like, great, also um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, there's there's just been phenomenal examples of of what they're doing, in all I'll say all three trailers
0: um, so far. Right then, that's sort of a covers all our discussion on the trailer thank you for coming on Nikki. it's been great talking with you about just the pod and how we're, we're all amped up for the whole weekend I guess
1: yeah for sure um thanks for having me it was a lot of fun uh hope to do it again sometime soon and yeah definitely a definitely a great time and um an exciting time without a doubt
0: because we we're definitely trying to uh start off a new podcast here we haven't got a name we haven't got a theme song or anything but we just love talking about the wars I guess
1: yeah no doubt (laughs) (laughs) it's it's what we do it's what we do
0: so uh, thank you and bye yeah bye
1: what will you do when your podcast sucks